This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Stinkin' Truth Podcast with Mark Schlereth. Presented by Core Water. Hey, welcome into the Stinkin' Truth Podcast. Mark Schlereth alongside Mike Evans, Scott the Hub, producing the show. Um, brought to you by our great friends over at Core. Uh, HydrateWithCore.com for more information. You want to talk about great water, award-winning taste, crisp, clean taste. Take it to the uh, gym every day. It's perfect hydration. 7.4 matches your body's pH level, uh, potential hydration level. You want to get hydrated quickly. It's Core, the one with the big blue cap. Check it out anywhere where water is sold all over the nation, 7-Elevens and every place else. That's HydrateWithCore.com. Mike, how are you, buddy? You know what I thought about as I uh, witnessed this last night is that no matter how old you get as a guy, uh-huh. it's still important your ability to be able to chug a beer. Oh, yeah. Because Aaron Rodgers is cool. All right? Aaron right. Rodgers is cool, but his display at the Bucks game, trying to chug a beer, when he got challenged by David Bakhtiari. Yeah. I mean, I, I lost a little respect for... Aaron Rodgers' cool factor. It went down a little bit. I mean, that was bad. Yeah. That was a bad effort at chugging a beer. It it was worse than bad. It, it was embarrassing is what it was. Now, one, David Bakhtiari, one of the best left tackles in all of football, but just prototypical O-lineman, right? Just hammers it. Hammers just it. pounds it. There's a certain man quotient that goes along with your ability to chug a beer. Like, if you can't chug a beer, you're Sally, Right. And that's just kind of what it comes down to. David Bakhtiari, not only one, but two. He just, I mean, open the gullet, pour down the beer. And then you got, I mean, get Aaron Rodgers a nipple for crying out loud. (laughs) (laughs) He even held (laughs) a hand up like, hold on, hold on, I'll I'll get there. I'm not quite done yet. Just wait. (laughs) The only thing missing was the pinky in the air. I know. I mean, if I was a teammate of Aaron Rodgers, he'd have either, one, he'd have a bubba. In his locker when he got there today, little Bubba, or you know a wine cooler. Like you better switch. You better switch to wine coolers. Bottles and James. Yes. <laughs> little wine cooler. Oh, it's the spritzer. My goodness! Did you see the response that that, that uh, uh, Drew Stanton? Is it not Drew Stanton? Who's the quarterback? Uh, why am I losing? Uh, Detroit Lions. Um, Matthew Stafford. Yeah, Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford has the Bucks game on. He's in a restaurant. He's got a big beer, and he just pounds one after Aaron Rodgers and puts it on Instagram or or Twitter or whatever what, it was, whatever social what media. Is, what does outlet. it say, Mark? What does it say that other quarterbacks are shaming you? Yeah, right. But what does it say that we still place coolness factor on the ability to chug a beer? You know who can chug a beer? Tom Brady. Tom Brady can chug a beer. Tom Brady. Yet can another chug a beer. thing that Tom Brady's better at than Aaron Rodgers. Ooh. Ooh. Snap! 
<laughs> I know. Isn't it ridiculous? Like we, we as, still place value on that. As guys, yeah. what we place value yes. on, like, you know, your toughness, like it, they, we've been sold this bill of goods of what strength or, or what toughness is, right? Like like, hey, as as long as it's, you know, can you chug beer and do you have sexual conquest? If you got that, <laughs> then you're a man. Like it is right? so it is so wild, wild. We still operate by these rules that, uh, and and I'm all for being a dude, right? I'm all for you know being tough and taking care of your family and going to work and and you know what I'm, uh, but for crying out loud, like you know, like I said, if I was in a locker room to this, like the next time I see Aaron Rodgers, and you know Aaron and I, I should text him and just go, dude, you're gonna have to pick it up. Do you need a bubba? Do you need a bubba? Like I would just, I'll yeah, I'll crush him. Yeah, because and how many of us this weekend, you know, Memorial Day weekend might be of the idea like, hey, I gotta, I gotta test myself, you know? Yeah, oh I, yeah. I mean, c- could I chug a beer? Can I still chug a beer? Let's see what we got. Mike, if I ever lose the ability to chug a beer, then you know what? Just take my man card. That's right. Right. You got to be able to chug a beer. Yeah. Now, I mean, what we're we talking lot. about, um, I, I thought you find this interesting. So, uh, Rogers, the Packers, mm-hmm. the Packers and Bears celebrating 100 years of, of football. They're going to kick off the season. Right. And, uh, I mean, this, this is a big deal. It's a special deal. So, the Bears, check this out, have come out celebrating 100 years of Bears football with their top 100 players of all time. Now, I'm throwing this at you. You're not One, aware of this list. 100 Bears players of top all time? Top 100 best Bears players of all okay. time. All right. All right. Who do you think I'd vote number one? Number one, bear player of all time, Walter Payton. Correct. Okay. Nice job. Thank you. Nice job. How about this for a top ten? Wow. Check out some let of me, these Let me let me see how many I can get. All right. If if Payton was number one, Walter Payton was number one, who would you say is number two? Uh, or at least guys that finished in the top ten. Okay, so Erlacher's got to be in the top ten. He is not. No, he's not. Okay, Which Butkus. surprises me. Butkus has got to be in the top ten. Butkus is number two. Um, Richard Dent. Nope. What? Nope. Uh, Dan Hampton's got to be in the nope. top ten. What? And don't give me the fridge. He didn't get in there either. No, 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 no. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't do the fridge. Uh, well, Mike Singletary's in the top ten. No. What? Now we're going back to the like the Atkins. Atkinson is. He's Doug Atkins be. got in at number nine. Okay. Here, here's the rest of it. Bronco Nagurski at number three. Bro, oh, what a, oh, what a name. Come they on. Back in the they day, they used, like used to make anymore, great name. Bronco Nagurski. Sid Luckman. Sid Luckman. Gail Sayers. Okay. I am. All right, Gail. Ditka. Ditka. Bill George. Good old Bill George. Two first name guys. I wouldn't keep him on the list. Move him out. Bulldog Turner. Bulldog I mean, Turner. You know, you know you've been playing football for 100 years when you get Bronco Nagurski and Bulldog Turner in your top what do you think, seven, eight. What do you think Bulldog Turner did in the bottom of a pile, right? <laughs> you don't think there was a little of the uh, Odell Beckham Jr. actual relieving yourself instead of the fake relieving yourself? But you're right. I mean, some of these guys from that iconic 85 team – like, how do you not put Mike Singletary in the top 10? Dan Hampton? Danimal? Richard Dent? Come on. I mean, they had some they had some players, man, on that 85 team. Jim McMahon? Team? No. Yeah, popularity state, I'd yeah. say. Yeah. 
Think about the all the old linemen they have back in, in in that '85 team. You know, we always talk about, but was it Keith Van Horn and and um, oh gosh, uh, Jay Hilgenberg, and they had some they had some they had some players, man, some really good. Thayer was on that O line. They had some players, man. All right, so greatest Packer player. If you're doing your top 100 Packers. Who's number one? Favre? Brett Favre? Does it have to be Favre? I, well, I mean, I, you could go back to... I mean, you're going... Again... You Favre go won one championship now. Right. In all those great years. I mean, I know he had, what, three MVPs or whatever, but he won Bart one... Bart Starr? Cha- Bart Starr. I see, I'd have to think it'd be Starr. <sighs> I'd go with Bart Starr. Bart Starr. Idaho's own Jerry Kramer. Gosh, I mean, they had, I mean, littered on both sides of of the ball. Running backs, right? See, I'm glad, I'm glad that lists like this keep the old players alive. Right. You know what I mean? In memory, because it's, it's easy to forget them. Like, okay, how many people do you think you walk around, run into that claim to be Patriot fans? Right? Oh, oh, yeah. Big Patriot fan. Huge. Huge Patriot fan. Love the Patriots. Whoa, Tom Brady. Right. Domination. Domination. How yeah. many of those Patriot fans, I'm using the uh, air yeah. quotes, do you think can name Patriot players from before 2000? Yeah, that's always the problem I have with Patriot fan is they think the history of the league started in 2000, you know? Or their own history. Forget yeah, about their the own history, history of the league, their yeah. own history. Yeah. They forget from 1960 to 2000, they absolutely stunk, right? Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much the whole time. So, um, how? yeah, I mean, how many can go back to the Russ Francis days or the uh, the Sam the Bam Cunningham days, John Hanna days? Uh, remember Steve Nelson, Steve Nelson, Fred Smurless back in the day, Mosey Tatupu, oh, oh, Stanley Morgan, Stanley Morgan. They make great tools too. I mean, they had some. They had running backs like Vegas Ferguson. Mm, uh-huh. Wow! Like, how about a pull there? Huh? Yeah. How many Patriot fans right now remember Vegas Ferguson? Andre Tippett. Andre Tippett. Right. He was a great player. But it's like it's like. It, 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 and I get it. Listen, I don't want to tell people they can't jump on a bandwagon. Sure. Okay. I mean, it's fun to jump on a band, but 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 you know, like how many Warrior fans walk around right now? Yeah, I love the Dubs. Love the Dubs. Who probably can't even name who uh, t- Run TMC was. Because mm-hmm. you, I know you can. Oh yeah, Run TMC baby. Back with uh, the Richmond, team. Mitch Richmond. Yeah, Mitch Richmond. Yeah, Tim, and, uh, uh, Tim Tim Hardaway, Hardaway was on there. You know, St. John's own. Oh, Chris Mullen. Chris Mullen. Hello. Or back in the day, like back in the day when the the Warriors the first like the first titles, right? Back in the day with with uh, what's his head underhand shooter, Rick Barry. Yeah, Rick Barry. Yeah. There Rick you go. Barry. There you go. So how many Dub fans right now? You think can name? That that's what just but you know that just kind of pisses, that just you, kinda pisses you, me you off. You mentioned I get the bandwagon with the Warriors, right? But can you really be on the bandwagon for the Patriots when? Like, can you call it a bandwagon when it's been going on for two straight decades and they've been to in eighteen years been to nine World Championship games and won six of them? 
Like that's that. That's, that's a good. That's a good long bandwagon. That's like the Titanic of bandwagons, yeah, right? That's true. It's like that's the, true. What they've done is, it's not. It's a. It's otherworldly. The the success they've had over the last twenty years, it's crazy. Signed uh, Julius uh, Julian Edelman to a two year contract extension. All right, because they you know they just keep him around with Tom Brady. Who else is Tom going to play catch with in his yard? Right, Jules comes over. Honey, Jules and I will be playing in the yard. <laughs> yeah, just, just tell- I was like, where are you going? We're just going out to play. I'm going out to play in the yard. All right, well, we're going to have dinner at 6. Right. <laughs> she comes outside on the deck. Tom! Jules! Dinner! We all had that as kids growing up. Oh, that, that's yeah. the way... It, Back in the day when kids actually played outside. Yeah, yeah. You know, remember that? You know and what? Your, and your parents would come out mm-hmm. and just, they didn't care. They'd just scream. They'd yell. Whole neighborhood would hear it. Yeah. And every parent Dinner. would just come out and start yelling for your kids to come home. My wife and I were driving through Colorado. We're driving. We're, my granddaughter had taekwondo practice or taekwondo. So we went to, we like to go. You know, we like to watch her. You know, hi It's great. I love that. Yeah. So, and I was watching the kids, and some of them were not very good. I was just like, take me about three days in this class to get a black belt. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I mean, do you ever have these thoughts in your own head when you're watching like, things? Man, like, I could dominate here. Like, I could whip these it's little like six-year-olds. Sweeping the leg. Yeah. I'd be like Cobra Kai up in this Jones. You'd be Johnny. <laughs> right, I would be. Just ending kids' taekwondo careers. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Anywho, um, did you try to teach your uh, granddaughter the the Larusso kick or no, 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 the, the crane? The crane? Kick? Uh, <laughs> no, not yet. She's not ready. She's not ready. Not ready yet. yet. <laughs> but we were driving home, and there were a group of about five or six boys, probably you know sixth, seventh grade, somewhere in that age, riding bikes. Yeah. And my wife and I, I come. I was like, "Oh, look at that. That's cool." And my wife goes, "Boy, you don't see that anymore." Like when we were growing up and the kids were growing up, that was just the way it was, right? You ri- everybody gets on their bikes and rides to wherever, the other neighbor's house, and you're going to do whatever you're going to do. You just don't see everybody gets shuttled in cars, you know, dropped off. Seriously, my son, he's like, the other day he comes to me, he goes, hey, uh, a bunch of us are getting together at the park to go play baseball. I'm like, great, have a great time. Can you give me a ride? I'm like, it's a mile away. You have a bike. Right. No, I'm not going to give you a ride. Ride your bike. Right. Oh, well, he's looking at me like, what do you mean? You're a parent. Parents give rides to right. their kids everywhere. Yeah. That's... They're chauffeured around. No, you're not. Ride your bike. Good for you. Oh, yeah. I laid down the law. So how, I mean, then and how long, not... when did you have to pick him up? No, I didn't. He rode the bike back, too. I go, he did? Would... I go, how'd that work? He goes, not bad. You know, he's like grudging. You know, yeah. grudging. Like, okay, well, not bad. I'm like, good. Now we can, we've can. we established something. You can go anywhere you want this summer. Have right. a blast. Have a blast. Ride your bike. Ride your bike. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. That's Nothing. good for you. That's great parenting by you. That's right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's what, yeah, it's exactly. It's what being a great leader is. Really? It's all yeah. about being a When you can being tell your employees leader. to ride their bikes. Yes. You know, that's, that's well, you know, speaking of great uh, leaders, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm really impressed with this whole Adam Gase Jets thing. This thing just feels like it's going to just work so nicely, right? <laughs> you know, he's like already hearing questions about, you know, do you really want to trade Le'Veon Bell? Yeah. No, I won't want to trade Le'Veon Bell. You can just tell that that ever forgiving New York media is going to just love. Love Adam Gase. Oh, my And Gase gosh. is going to love them. 
Yeah, you're. I mean, careful what you wish for type thing. It, it'll be interesting, and I've said this before. I like, you know, it feels like like everybody. The reporting is like Adam Gase pushed uh, McCagnan or whatever the guy's name is out. He pushed him out. You know, he got full control that he wanted, and like I. I don't know what the truth is. I don't know what really happened. Are there disagreements within an organization? Yeah, if the organization is run properly, there should be some disagreements. There should be some difference of opinion, right? I mean, the worst thing you can have is surrounding yourself with a bunch of people that just say, I'm sure whatever you're thinking is correct. Because you're always gonna you're gonna pick the wrong players. You're not gonna you're you're gonna you're gonna give the wrong guys the money. Yeah, I mean, it's just gonna be a disaster. So there should be some uh, you know, some constructive discourse. You know, there should be some some um, disagreements when you're building a roster or building a team. Like, to me, Mike, if this is Adam Gase going, I want control because I wasn't given control in Miami, and in Miami I never could properly help change the culture because I was never empowered. And therefore the players knew I wasn't empowered and... And they listened to me to a point, but when they didn't like it, they circumvented me and went straight to the owner who had himself and all the cronies standing around on the sideline watching practice. Like, if that's the case, then maybe it works out really well for Adam Gase. Adam Gase is an affable guy. Adam Gase is a great dude, man. He's a great dude. Um, It'll be interesting to see if he can maintain that kind of – if he can maintain that kind of rapport and that kind of relationship – with the Jets media, or if they just wear him down to the point where he becomes cynical, kind of, uh, you know, kind of uh, defensive. Yeah, kind of like, you know, the, you know, becomes, has a little Belichick to him, which is interesting about that, about that division because, you know, now in that division, and I think this is probably the first time in history this has ever happened, you've got legitimate four Hall of Fame quarterbacks all in the same division. <laughs> I don't know that that's. I think about it. Has that ever happened some in any snark, division? Some good snark right there. Yeah. Well, no, you got no. The, we've we've had people in Denver who suggested that the Broncos missed the boat last year by not drafting the fill in the blank quarterback Baker right. Mayfield, Sam Darnold, uh, Josh Rosen, Josh Allen, even Lamar Jackson. That they missed the boat. So I dubbed them the Hall of Fame Five. Right. You know how can you dare you pass on the Hall of Fame Five and think about it? Three of them are all in the AFC East. Right. D- I think Tom Brady's probably running a little scared. Brady will probably retire at least you know five years earlier than he was anticipating because of uh, those guys there. Well, every Super Bowl now, you what's that? You didn't get that. What'd you say? He's probably going to retire five years earlier than he was planning on. Yeah, meaning like you know, he's he's ageless and he's going to play forever. Well, he was planning on going to fifty, so now he's probably going to go like to forty six, right? Forty seven, maybe, right? Because those guys are coming. I mean, how many? Like how many Super Bowls are going to be won in the in the AFC East? Like pretty much. Well, I, I'm going to amend that because obviously you got to give a couple to Cleveland, right? Because right? they've got a Hall of Fame quarterback, right. and then a couple to Kansas City. Couple, well, but the no, they got Showtime. I know, but he's not part of the Hall of Fame five. So you got Cleveland going to oh, win a couple. I see. I you got see. I see. Sam Darnold's right. going to win a couple. Josh Rosen and obviously Josh Allen. So they're just going to take turns winning championships over the yeah. next decade. And plus. you got to you got to figure you got to sprinkle Brady in there for the you know he's got to be in three of the next five. I would right. imagine. So nothing for Mahomes. Nothing for Jared Goff. Nothing for Carson Wentz. Nothing for those. No. Guys. Nothing for Aaron Rodgers. 
No, no, no not when that. everybody's winning Super Bowls in the AFC East. What about all? All kidding aside, of those three, which one do you think will end up being the best bet? Sam Darnold, Josh Rosen, Josh Allen. Um, I'm going to say Sam Darnold. I mean, they've already given up on Sam. I mean, they've already given up on Josh Rosen after what twelve starts. Yeah, but that's the Cardinals. That's just the Cardinals being the Cardinals. Didn't you hear Josh Rosen? He's gonna. And they made nine he, mistakes. He's gonna the... be a true franchise quarterback. Okay. Well, good. Yeah, I mean, is that to, is is it just the Cardinals? Do you think it is just the Cardinals trying to? Like save their own jobs, or do you think that there was serious concern about Rosen's ability? Well, I'm going to deflect your question with a question. You've been around the Cardinals for a time there at Fox. I thought you were on the Cardinal beat. Yeah, I you're was. doing Cardinal games every week. It seemed like I was doing an event. I was doing an event Sunday last Sunday in Pinehurst, and I had this panel of players, some current, some former players. But don't it, shortchange this, by the way. This is Pinehurst, Pinehurst Golf, Pinehurst yeah. number 2. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Place you were at. Yeah. yeah. So it's a great, great course, great, you know, great atmosphere. So I've got, you know, some legendary Steelers. I've got Jerome, Jerome Bettis is there, Jack Ham, Mike Wagner, John Banaszak, Mel Blunt. Um, this is my panel. Ray Allen. 19-year NBA career. And people need to know how big this is for you because growing right. up in Alaska, you adopted the Steelers. Steelers the Steelers were yeah. your team. Yeah. These guys were your guys. Right, exactly. Jesus Shuttlesworth. Yeah. Right? Ray Lewis was there, right? So I am in charge of hosting this kind of question and answers. Keep it light. Have fun. Let's move. Let's get everybody, you know, answering a question, right? And And Larry Fitzgerald was there. And, you know, I'm like, I mean, I've had the pleasure, um, you know, of knowing Larry Fitzgerald, and he's just a consummate professional. He's one of the great dudes um, that you've ever met. And I said, part of, you know, my my Fox tour last year was Cardinals games. And I go, um, you know, the coolest thing was, like, I got to do five Cardinals games. So I got to ask, you know, and talk to and see Larry Fitzgerald five different times during the course of the season. I go, the bad side was that I had to do five Cardinals games, right? Oh, I that must have got a good laugh. Yeah, it got a great laugh. And, <laughs> fit, and Larry was just like, oh, shoot. Like, that's just, that was, that's hurtful. Because um, they were that bad. But so I, but you can understand why people might be like, well, don't. Yeah, don't. Don't, don't, let, don't let the stink of the Cardinals drag you down on the idea of Josh Rosen. I mean, right. the, the guy was destined to f- fail because it's the Cardinals. Or, yeah, they were that. No, they were that. They were. Or, yeah, you they know. were that bad, and they have made wholesale changes on their roster um, and on their coaching staff, obviously. I, I just, there's something about Cliff Kingsbury not winning at Texas Tech with Mike Leach's kids, who always won at Texas Tech, and then not being able to go 500 plus with Patrick Mahomes, who comes in his first year start in the NFL and his second year total and wins the NFL MVP. That like that scares me a little bit about about him as a a coach. Now, maybe he's great and and maybe this NFL thing works out exceptionally well for him. Um and and maybe Kyler Murray is the real deal. But there's a lot of and maybe and maybe and maybes in that. Call me maybe. 
Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Um, hey, l- last thing. Last thing I was just kind of curious about. Um, wh- what do you make of the way that these these defensive linemen are being moved around and one-year deals and Gerald McCoy cut loose by Tampa and Tampa turns right around and signs and Dominican Sue? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, are, are these guys now viewed as how do I want to describe it? Are they are they basically just move them in, move them out, one year guys? You don't need to commit to these defensive linemen anymore like this, or they're they're so interchangeable that you could just swap out a McCoy for a Sue? Yeah, you know, I think it's I think it's 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 an interesting question because I think Indomitian Sue was great in the playoffs, but I think during the regular season he would disappear for times, you know, which is kind of part of his career like he can be a dominant player but he can also be I don't want to call him disinterested but maybe maybe not be as productive as you would like do you know what I mean um and Gerald McCoy is a the consummate professional Gerald is a great guy great dude um that surprised you the Bucks want to move on from him I mean do they well I mean, unless he's unless he's just banged up because I would I mean this guy's a Great football player. He's a really good football player. He's been doing it for a long time, doing it for a long time in Tampa. Um, I, I just think, you know, the money that they've already paid him, the money that was left, I, you know, I get that they're kind of, quote-unquote, going to try to move on. Um, also, you know, when you start looking at Todd Bowles, and that's going to be the coordinator for Bruce Arians, what, what Todd, how Todd Bowles has done it. He's done it playing – primarily nickel with small guys and and tons of three four kind of blitz package so does Gerald McCoy he's not a nose guard he's not a D end he's a you know that's not what his position is um is, or maybe I don't even know does Todd Bowles yeah I, I, I think he was always kind of three four when he was the Arizona Cardinals guy but I, all I know with Todd is that he was a big-time blitz guy. That's what he's always kind of predicated on. They're bringing pressure. There was nobody that brought pressure more than Todd Bowles when he's a coordinator. That He led the league in pressures just about every single year. Um, and, and that's kind of the system that he played out of. So maybe it's a system fit like we can have great production because we're going to get you. We'll give up some big plays, but we're going to get you. We're going to create more big plays than we give up, and we're going to get you with some sacks and some pressures and some hurries, and we're going to get after your quarterback. And we're not doing it with, hey, let's just rush the front four and play zone behind it. That's not who, who Todd Bowles But do you think been. teams have to be careful about getting so caught up in the system, the system, the system that they – think it's more about the system than just really good players like whether it's yeah you know, Gerald McCoy doesn't fit in this system or this this uh, offensive lineman might be a good power guy but he doesn't fit into the zone blocking system right. or we're seeing it here in Denver well, you know they're going to be more zone oriented under Vic Fangio so you don't need right. to overpay for Chris Harris's man to man skills yeah. and you can make him almost expendable do you do you run the risk of getting too married to the idea that it's the system the system and not well it's it's players, dummy. It's players first. Right. It is players first, but like, and I think, you know, I always say the greatest system is kind of the New England Patriots is not having a system. Um, but I, I will say this, you know, if you adhere to a certain style that you want to play and a guy doesn't fit in it, I get that a guy doesn't fit in it. You know, I thought last year, you talking about Arizona going back to the Cardinals, last year Steve Wilkes comes in. 
He is, you know, a former defense coordinator that was a 4-3 guy that put together a great defense that went all the way to the Super Bowl um, and lost to the Denver Broncos. But that's what he was, and he put his system, you know, and he used to say, our system works. Our, I, I mean, I interviewed him five times, right? The system works. We trust the system. You got to But, like, the players that you have didn't fit the system you have, right? And so, like, you've got to you've got to do a great job of marrying that. Like, Dayon Buchanan is a Pro Bowl middle linebacker, although he's actually a safety that trans transitioned to middle linebacker. Now all of a sudden you've got him in a 4-3 defense and you're asking him to be an actual middle linebacker where he's, take on the guard, wrong shoulder him, you know, stay inside out, leverage him, then, then you know, extend him and, and throw him to the side and go make the tackle. And you're like, the dude is 215 pounds. He's just getting engulfed. Like, that's not his game. His game was undercutting a guy and blitzing and you know and and staying off those blocks not to take on the guards like that's he can't do that and he just was lost last year I felt bad for him you know you'd see him he's not practicing he's just kind of standing around he's not getting very many opportunities and he goes from being a pro bowler to just like basically being on the bench you don't fit so yeah I think you have to be really careful with that stuff Mike and and not getting so attached to your system that you don't recognize what players can and can't do. I think that's important. Well, hey, listen, man. It's fun. Have a great Memorial Day weekend. Yes, you too, man. Be safe. Enjoy Enjoy. the barbecue, the grill. Yeah, you on the the grill? Oh, I'll be on the grill. I'm going to get... Oh, I'll be on the grill. Yeah, I'm going to get some yard work done this weekend. Then I'll get on the grill. Maybe maybe I'll... uh, You know what I like to do is uh, smoke a tenderloin. Ooh. On the the Traeger. No, just a beef tenderloin. Ooh. Let's rub her down on rock salt and let her smolder. Just let her smolder. Smolder. Oh, it's great. Smolder. (sighs) All right. For everybody involved, yes. Got to shake myself out of that that image. Stink of Truth Podcast. I'd like to thank our presenting sponsor, the fine folks at CORE. Find out more at hydratewithcore.com. Great water. Uh, That's CORE. Hydratewithcore.com. For Mike, myself, for Scott, um, thank you for listening. We'll see you guys next week.